Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. The show is for you that works so hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom of cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now so you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, it's not just getting rich. It's about living a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of those around you. Thank you for allowing me to create that ripple effect through you guys. Appreciate you tuning in. You've been sharing and binging on this podcast. And really, I can't thank you so much because you guys really are the best listeners out there right now because I know that you guys are willing to not just learn about these things, not just hear about it, but you're willing to do something about it as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. As always, be sure to check out our website, moneyripples.com. If you haven't done so by now, go check out the Passive Income Calculator where you can actually figure out how much passive income you could create in the next 12 months. So definitely check that out and see how we can, of course, serve or help you in any way, shape, or form. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income, from making at least double-digit returns on your money? And get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp. does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually return double-digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA-friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money, too. If you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. So today, I want to talk about this topic that has been asked of me so, so many times, and it's long overdue for me to be able to share this with you today. Many times people will ask about infinite banking. I know you guys, this is one of the most popular topics you watch on our channel already. But the question is, well, how do you know whether you're getting the best deal? How do you know if your agent isn't lying to you? How do you even compare all these numbers and what do they all mean and everything like that? Is it about having more cash value in the first year or not? Is it that 60-40 blend? Is it 80-20, 90-10? How do you know? Well, I'm going to break it down for you pretty simply. One, of course, if it beats our numbers, that's a shocker. <laughs> numbers hands down are going to win it. And not to try to be completely self-serving, but it's true. We do an amazing job. We promise to give you the best ROI on your cash value every time. Now, there can be some exceptions. Now, if anybody does beat our numbers, we want to know how they do it because we'll try to find out how they did it and then beat it again. But uh, I will tell you, consistently, we have come out with the best numbers every time in the infinite banking space, okay? But I did find an exception recently. I want to share it with you because it really threw my client for, it kind of threw him off a little bit because he said, wait, Chris, we've done several policies. He did one for himself, his wife, kids. And then all of a sudden, this agent comes out and says, well, look, you could actually have more money in this. And it wasn't apples to apples. That's one thing. If you ever want to try to figure out who's lying or who's not, make sure what they run on the numbers are actually apples to apples. They're real numbers. Okay. That's number one. That's the key thing. So I always ask for apples, apples scenarios, and I'll even run 
Apple's Apple's in Arizona. I know our team does too. When somebody says, hey, this is what somebody's running for me, what do you think? And we'll give you an honest opinion. If they have a good one, or if they can beat it, great. In fact, just the other day, we had somebody came to us and said, hey, here's the policy that we're doing. And we find out that the policy was already approved. It was done with a good company too. There's several good companies, but this one was solid. And the numbers, although we could have beat them a little bit better, they weren't that far off. I'm not sure why they designed it the way they did, but based on the numbers, those people actually matched our numbers if you're to do that scenario. Now, like I said, there's probably scenarios where he would get a better rate of return on it, but because it was already approved, we just said, you know what, buddy? Go and just do that policy. That's what you want. If it's that the way you're funding it, you're 11 years max, which I'm not sure why it was 11 years like that. I'm like, if that's what you want, do that. But here's some other options that get you a better ROI on that money. They can actually save you a few thousand dollars over the next few years. So in any case, I mean, there's times that we might say, that looks good, go for it. Other times, if you have an older policy, we might say, you know what? It's not what we have done before, but at the point it's at right now, it's good enough. But there's many times it's not the case. So I want to show this one specifically from a client because he was really asking, saying, wait a minute, this looks really good. And I said, well, let's take a look. And at first glance, I thought, I almost felt like yelling out like Princess Bride, if you remember Dini or whatever his name was. He's like, inceivable. I thought the same thing when I saw it too. I was like, there's no way. Well, I was right. There was no way to do it legitimately. This guy cheated. <laughs> so let me show that with you right now. All right. So this is my client. They say he's 54 years old. I don't know where they got that. He's actually 53, but whatever. But they ran the numbers. They had him dumping a bunch of money. By the way, here's a key bonus for you. If someone says to dump in a lot of money up front, almost every time I would recommend against it. What that does, it pays the agent more money and it looks nice to have that extra cash in there for you, but it actually costs you more money. So there's better ways to kind of spread out those premiums over a few years versus trying to dump it all in one year. So anyways, I diverged from the point, but you can see right here, look at this, that first year right there, right? You've got 141,000 after he puts in 148,000. Guys, that means that well over 95% went into cash value in that first year. This is a whole life policy. This is actually with one of the companies I write with. It's also, funnily enough, very high. Now, if someone's doing a dump in, I will often look at this company as one of those options because for dumping in money, this is a better company. But again, usually insurance agents that use this company try to do that. And there's another company, One America. This is Lafayette. One America is another company that many agents try to use because it pays them a lot more. So they'll dump in cash in that. But I thought, there's no way. Well, what happened? This is what happened. So I told him, I said, buddy, look at page three here. And you'll see this thing that says important tax information. The keywords to look for, especially when the, it might look too good to be true, the keyword to look for here is MEC. M-E-C, as in Modified Endowment Contract. So this is where I went. I said, that those numbers are crazy. I write with this company and I can't get those numbers legitimately. This must be a mech. So I went to that. I went to the bottom of page three on this. And it's different for every company, but usually right around somewhere in the beginning where they're showing you all the different terms and definitions, they'll talk about mech. And often they'll even bold it about this initial seven pay premium that says the max is 20,000 per year. Well, obviously he's doing more than 20,000. That's the max you could pay in those first seven years. That's all a seven pay is, just saying, how much can you put in? Here's what the MEC really is. The MEC is really from the IRS defined how much you can dump in based on a particular death benefit. Now, based on age, health ratings, all this stuff is factored in. But what it is that there's a limit based on whatever your death benefit is that you're getting, there's a limit of how much you can put in and keep it growing tax-free. 
if you cross this MEC limit, this modified endowment contract limit, or if it becomes a modified endowment contract because you put too much in, what happens is that now you're getting taxed on this. This becomes like an IRA. All the gains get taxed. And guess what? If you try to access any of this money before the age of 59 and a half, you get a 10% penalty. The very things that we preach against, right? With qualified plans, this becomes just like an IRA. We don't want that. We love the fact that this becomes more like a Roth IRA where it grows tax-free, comes out tax-free, and, and it's even protected better from losses creditors. Where with MEC status, it becomes more just a traditional, almost like an IRA, but it's an insurance-based thing. So I said, if you look at the bottom of page three and then into the top of page four, it says it right here. It says, the policy as illustrated is a MEC. That means the guy broke it. The agent cheated to try to beat the numbers that he already had. Why? Because he couldn't beat it. This is the only way he could do it is he had to cheat to do it. And did he disclose this to the client? Not at all. Did he tell him that he's going to get taxed on any gains in this policy? Not at all. And the problem is that you're going to have gains early on and then he's going to have to report it to taxes every year. That's not cool. So this is not cool at all. And by the way, he's not 59 and a half yet. So of course, if he tries to take out any of this money to try to use it to invest or do anything, boom, 10% penalty and then taxes on top, he would lose way more than it saved him in this scenario. I generally do not recommend do that. That's what makes us win. We try to get the lowest death benefit for the amount of money you're trying to put into the policy. We actually don't even tell people when people say, well, how much can I get for a million dollar death benefit? I don't know. We'll have to run the numbers to find out. But usually what I'll say is, well, let's not worry about the death benefit as much unless you really want a certain death benefit. Instead, let's figure out how much you're going to contribute into this thing. And then we'll reverse engineer it to figure out what's the minimum death benefit, the lowest cost that need to come out of this policy needed while still getting tax-free growth, protection from lawsuits of creditors, taxes, and everything, right? That's what we try to aim for. Now, I had another person, the same thing. She had somebody send her numbers. This one, she was supposed to put in 10,000 a year, then 4,500 bucks for pretty much the rest of her life is what this is showing. So she said, hey guys, and she sent this to our team here and said, what do you think? Is this good? Is this bad? What are your thoughts? Can you do better? And one glimpse said it and I said, we can do better. Uh, first off, if you're a woman, 49 years old, getting a preferred plus perfect rating, she's in great health. I said, you're going to get almost the same ROI I get as a 45-year-old male because women live longer. And the fact that she puts in 10,000 and then that first year only has 56% is not good. It's not great. Being like 55, 60% your first year, not very good. And even if it tries to grow a little bit, you notice the next year is not bad. Year after that, so-so. Finally, it takes really till the fifth year, there's a net gain finally. till about the fifth going to about the sixth year. But notice this person, she paid in, 44,500, she's got 39,000. So she doesn't even have her money back even after five years. I did apples to apples, even the 4559. By the way, I even did the penny. I noticed there was one penny on this 10,000. So I did the penny on it. Same thing, watch this. Instead of 5,600 in the first year, what does she have? She's got 7,500. She's got $1,900 more in the first year alone. If you're scrolling down here, look at this. By the time we get to year five, she has put in 44,500, like I mentioned before, she's got 43,700. She's almost got exactly everything dollar for dollar in there. Had she max funded it, she would have at least broken even in this case. By the sixth year, you can see here, she's got more than what she paid in. She paid in 49,000, she's got 50,000 and so on and so forth. That's assuming by the way, that, that dividends don't grow, which if interest rates stay higher, we'll actually see dividends go up. These returns will probably be better. These will probably end up becoming conservative returns if we keep seeing interest rates and bond rates holding steady 
therefore driving up the dividend rates for insurance companies overall. But look, I mean, by the sixth year, she's got more than what she paid into it. For that other plan, I think she had to pay into about 10 years. And see if she put in 67,300, look, she's got 67,200. She's still $100 short after 10 years, costing her more money, paying the agent more money, but she makes less. That's not great. So we knew right off the bat, we can beat it. And then I even told her, I said, this is okay. This is okay plan. But here's a plan that'll actually give you a better ROI. Remember in my plan, see the first plan was 5,600. My plan had 7,500 in the first year, as you can see right here. This one, she can actually get up to 7,700. Get a few hundred dollars more eked out of it by paying into this. And we can even pay 10,000 optional the whole time. And the minimum's lower. The minimum on the other one was like 4,500 bucks. This one's only 2,200 bucks. So the cool thing is she could put in $10,000, but her minimum is only $2,200 a year. So she's got a range. She can pay anything from $2,200 all the way up to $10,000 during that period of time. And look, by that fifth year, she's almost again, just about breaking even. She has put $50,000 in. She's got $49,000, almost $500 there. Next year, she's got well over $1,000 more and she just keeps going. And actually, there's another way we could tweak it that if she wants a max fund less years, we can actually get it to where that fifth year, it's just about $50,000 even of that fifth year. So there's lots of ways to skin this cat. Needless to say, it didn't take much to beat it. So how do you know? Well, like I said, you can have us run numbers and we'll give you our honest opinion. We can show you. And sometimes, like I said, it doesn't make sense. You'll see these guys, these agents putting in these random weird numbers for premiums. Notice I like to do even numbers. like, And it might be rounded to the nearest thousand dollars per year. Whether it's a kid policy, adult policy, whatever, We'd like to try to make a nice, easy numbers to remember and not like vary the range. So you have no clue what you're paying year to year. You're like, I don't know, wherever that schedule was, they got buried in my emails or somewhere. Where's that policy that they sent me has 150 pages. Let me dig through that again. It's much easier to have it simple and easy. And it also gives you the best thing. Now, like I said, there's infinite bankers out there that will teach you like there's that 60-40 blend, meaning that if you put in, let's say that same $10,000, you have 6,000 that first year. And they'll tell you like, oh, this is the perfect blend. No. Every time I've run those scenarios, and these are against guys that are even friends of mine. Every time we run these scenarios, we kick the crap out of them. Every time. Every single time. Here's the real reason, okay? I'm just going to come out clean and be blunt with you guys if you're okay with this. The real reason they're doing that is because they'll get paid more. But they rationalize saying, well, they still get a win. We get a little bit of win because we get paid more commissions, about double the commissions that we would get paid on that same scenario. And so it works out. It's fine. Because in the end, long term, they'll still have a decent amount of money, even though money ripples will beat the crap out of it. And that's how they rationalize it. They'll say, well, we'll give a little to you, but we'll take a little back for us too. Thing is, guys, we still make money on these policies, right? It's impossible to make zero on these policies. And yes, we make about a fifth of what an average whole life insurance agent would sell you. Because why? We cut it down by about 80% on those costs. So that's why we end up coming out with making a fifth. But the, here's the big difference. And this happened with one of my friends as a popular real estate investor. He's on YouTube and stuff too. He had a policy done for him that the agent did. And because all of it was going to expenses and insurance costs, he said, I'm going to do a small policy. Well, after six years, he realized that he only got half of his money back in cash value. Six years, only half his money. He said, Chris, you were right. You told me six years ago, this guy's a schmuck. And now I'm seeing the truth of it. He told me it was an infinite banking policy, but it's not doing the thing that you teach about, Chris. I said, yeah, great. I'm glad it took you six years to figure that out. He's kind of a slow learner. Anyways, you guys are quicker. <laughs> so anyways, what we end up doing is you end up showing him the number to say, hey, look, you put in 50,000 a year, you'll have about thirty nine, forty thousand dollars $40,000 that first year available day one. He said, 
this is way better. The guy showed me putting the money in. I wouldn't have any money till the third year. I said, by the third year, look, you've got a, you've got a couple hundred thousand bucks now. Ta-da. Actually, not a couple hundred thousand. He would have about 130,000 bucks by that third year after he paid in 150. He's like, that's way better. I had nothing. <laughs> Barely had something by that third year. I said, that's the difference. So as a result, he did a 50,000 year policy. Here's the crazy thing. Even though we reduced those costs so that he makes more money, the thing is I did the math. I actually worked with the other insurance company. I made probably double the commissions that insurance agent made. Why? Because we did what was right for the client. So yes, we still make good money on those policies overall because you know you're making more money. And if you know you're making more money, you'll put more money in as a result because it's not like a crappy ROI. You actually get your money back. Our policies typically by the third year start paying for themselves where they make more than what you put in. So in that guy's case, he's put in $50,000 that third year. By the time the dividends pay out at the end of that third year, he's made just over 50,000 bucks. It's like a net zero cost or less than zero cost insurance policy. He only paid really cost net cost for the first two years. Then by the third year, it's paying for itself. Kid policies takes a little longer. The fourth year or maybe the fifth year, depending on how it's set up, then you start having a net gain above what you pay into it, right? Where it's making more than what you've paid in. So there's lots of things that you can make these work. But needless to say, again, I don't want to make this seem like I'm trying to tell you, use us and only use us. I'm not saying that. I know there's reasons to use that. I just told somebody last week, they said, hey, we've got really good friend that's an also insurance agent that we bought a policy through and he gives us a lot of referrals for a business. I said, well, that's great. I said, your policy is okay. It's not great. It's okay. How about you minimum fund the policy, start a new policy that's much better. So then you're not taking the policy away from him. But you do a new policy and you make that one flourish and work and you use that one for your investing where you can double dip on your investment returns. So it's much, much better. Now, let me get a little bit more serious about this too. I talked about doing the minimal death benefit. Don't let me talk you out of that the death benefit is not valuable. I already mentioned about how we had a single woman that was 65 years old get a policy, even though she had no children, but she did have extended family members that she could leave the money to, right? Leave her estate to. But I will tell you, since the last time I've been recording, and like I mentioned, now we're, I'm starting to catch up. Now I'm back in Utah again. I'll tell you, I had two clients pass away in the month of January. Not to mention I had another client pass away in the fall. Don't worry, this doesn't mean that all my clients pass away. I actually had just remarked to my wife, I said, it's weird that we have hundreds and hundreds of clients and the last client I remember passing away was 15 years ago, which was the best man at my wedding. And then all of a sudden, bam, it's like one, two, three. I had three clients pass away all within the last few months. I can tell you from personal experience that those that are left behind, their loved ones left behind, all the emotional overwhelm, especially because some of them had assets. One was a dentist, for example. Another was a chiropractor, actually. They had money they built up. It's a confusing time for the other spouse when in the family that's left behind there. They're trying to figure out how to make everything work. I'll tell you, those death benefits, they're a heaven send. They definitely help out. Not to mention with one of those clients, she was a one-on-one client working with us on the consulting side, right? Where we're helping her create passive income. I am so glad that we got her to create passive income now versus waiting for someday. It wasn't like, hey, you know what? I'll just keep building up those that retirement account. She was already in her 60s, but just keep building up retirement accounts and then I'll enjoy life. No, she was already starting to enjoy it now. So she had an aggressive form of cancer and only had a few months left to live. So grateful that she was willing to take action and do what was right for her family. Guys, I recommend the same thing. This is a great tool to use. Yes, and we use it with investing so you can make money in two places at the same time. But at the end of the day, it's also amazing too that the cherry on top 
is the death benefit that can help really protect your family. That can really give options when there's in so much emotional overwhelm happening. And those spouses reach out to me and say, I don't even know what to do. What's next? You can say, it's okay. You got your family taken care of. My point to you is this, is that this is not something to mess around with. This is not something to do wrong. You want to make sure this is done right. There is no reason that you should be paying more than you deserve. There is no reason you should be paying more in costs on these policies than you ought to be. Do not get caught in that trap just because that insurance agent might seem like a good guy or a good woman. Don't do that. You want to make sure you get the best every time. That is our commitment to you. Again, it's your choice. You don't have to use us. You can use somebody else. And there's great people out there, good hearted people. I'm just going to tell you, they won't beat us. (laughs) They won't do better than what we do. And if they do, we are going to find every way possible to match it and or beat it. So guys, if you have questions, always reach out to us, moneyripples.com. I challenge you, make it a wonderful and prosperous week by taking care of your future right now. See you. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.